Maybe if I'm lucky, play some fucking video games, smoke a joint, and get stupid. <laughs> I'm becoming Brundle Fly. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Don't forget to go, Lightning. Motherfucker! I'm trying to watch The Last Boy. It's all ball bearings nowadays. That's bone. Dogs and cats living it's just time, man. By the time you've been on the air for so long, your shit has become racist. Well, just <laughs> yeah, that your shit started as the shit that you started as okay has become racist. That means yeah. you've been on the air too long. Yeah. But uh, they just beat out Gunsmoke to become the longest running scripted TV show. <laughs> Gunsmoke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it totally blew and my mind that Dallas. Gunsmoke had that fucking record before. Because I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Gunsmoke. And apparently, there's thousands of them. I've yeah. seen fucking hella episodes of Gunsmoke because my parents were old. <laughs> my parents watch Little House on the Prairie and shit, too. Oh. And that, that Michael Landon Do you remember show. the end of Little House on the Prairie? The last episode? No. They just blew the their house up. The homecoming episode of Little House? <laughs> they blew their house up. Like on purpose? And they were like, all right, peace out? Yes, on purpose. Because like a evil land baron was taking over or something, so they just blew their house up and left. Huh. I was like, that's a weird ending to that show because this, this wholesome family is like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Give me the dynamite, Marge. <laughs> I like that her name's Marge, too. I don't know if her name's Marge. <laughs> I was just saying an old-timey, like, settler. Well, I love it. Michael Landon. Yeah, I was reading an article on all the different TV series that had really grim endings. Little House in the Prairie was one. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs was like that number one on the not list. not the mama? Yeah. Did that end with a meteor coming or something like that? No, it ends with them all killing themselves with climate change. What? Oh. <laughs> their factory. Their factories cause uh, an ice age and literally they all die. It ends with the baby staring out the window as it's snowing in like a tropical forest. What the fuck? That's fucking And the mom crazy. is like, is there anything we can do? And the dad's like, no. And they, they all die. They we all are about to die. Oh, but you know, it had to end with them going extinct. But it was like, you didn't think they'd show it. Uh, <laughs> awesome. There's a couple other ones. What was that hospital show with the Garth Marenghi's General Hospital? That kind of had a weird ending. Garth Marenghi's? Garth Marenghi's. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place <laughs> <laughs> Hospital <laughs> Show. What? <laughs> Is that the show? It's like a fake Stephen King show, and he's like, hi, oh. I'm Garth Marenghi. <laughs> it's fucking Garth Marenghi. <laughs> There's a Stephen King series about an evil yeah. hospital. Kingdom it's called, Hospital. Like, Kingdom, yeah. Hmm. All right. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Welcome to Intermission. <laughs> I'm Tiffa, and with me, as always, we have Mark on Skype. What's up, Mark? Hello. Hello. How, hello. how are things? Hello. Hello. Garth Marenghi's <laughs> Garth Marenghi. And I am sitting here looking at Josh. Yes, we're sitting in a blanket fort filled with dusty blankets, and I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our Diet Wild Cherry Pepsi and our Blackjack oh. Gum here. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so this month, it was my pick, and I chose the amazing 1990 drama comedy, Pump Up the Volume. Dramedy? Yeah, I was like, is it dramedy or is it dramcom? <laughs> Drama. Oh, I want to say it has too many comedy elements. Yeah, I noticed that like almost immediately. Yeah, I was it's like, definitely a teen drama. There's, there's some comedy, though. I mean, every movie has comedy. Accidental comedy. The Shining has fucking comedy. I wouldn't call it a goddamn comedy, though. Like when he's talking to the guy at the very beginning. <laughs> well, just a couple I laugh hella hard. And stuff, yeah. Wait, what guy? When he's, when he's when talking. When he's having his interview. <laughs> it's probably not funny, but I laugh. Uh, so both of you have seen this movie before. Yes, many times. I, I, I must have, yeah, because I, I, I saw it and I was like, okay, I've seen this, but I don't remember. 
I pretty much remembered it beat for beat. It's it used to be on HBO all the time when well, I was a teenager, and I would just you know you know yeah. you know the HBO flipping channels, and you're just like, oh, this movie again. I'll just watch it. Very hard to find online, though. This movie. It is extremely yeah, hard to find online. I didn't realize that. I was you can willing only... to pay for it, and it wouldn't yeah. give me that option because you can only buy it. You can't rent yeah. it, right? I could buy the DVD. Yeah, you can't. Not even a digital <laughs> version. They like yeah. the shit they'd mail to me, and I was like, no, I'll just wait for Tiffany. <laughs> well. I watched it a lot when I was like in junior high and high school. Did you talk to the movie while you're watching it? Like, yeah, Harry. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, beat off again. Fakely. Do it. Stick it to the man. <laughs> Stick it to the man, Harry. You fucking motherfucker. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Alan Moyle. I really didn't know anything about him except he made Empire Records yeah. in 1995. I can't remember when I saw that fucking movie last. Uh, probably when people were actually purchasing CDs <laughs> at stores. <laughs> a great documentary about the rise and fall of Tower Records. <laughs> Yeah, Christian Slater is Mark, not our Mark, a no. different Mark, Mark Hunter, or Happy Harry Hardon. Mike Hunt. Yeah, I know. I was like, is there some kind of joke in there? Like Mark Hunter? Mark Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> Probably Samantha Mathis' best role, too. She was terrible when we watched Broken Arrow. Huh. Oh, yeah. She was the worst. But this one, she's super hot, super stalkery. Oh, I, I forgot. I didn't make the connection between them doing those two movies together. Huh. Yeah. That just changed my whole perspective on this movie. Pretty killer soundtrack also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all 20 seconds of each song yeah. that he played. And, <laughs> yeah, he does talk over all the songs. I would probably be upset, yeah. but I would still listen. Especially back then, like, you can't really get music, right? So no. you kind of just hear shit and then tape it off the radio. Well, I remember <laughs> the, our nameless friends prior station. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to get in trouble nowadays, but uh, <laughs> they hardly ever said a fucking word. They just put on music. <laughs> it was mostly a constant stream of music. He would yeah, make, like, playlists and just play it through. Talk shows that no one listened to it. So I'm sure your deep thoughts are going to be really thoughtful and deep. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, not so much. What do you got, Mark? Well, you got it, it, it was, something deep? No. I mean, it was. you could easily go down a path of nonsense with this movie, but I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't in the mood for that. No mood? No mood. Yeah. Because, I mean, when, like, what are you going to talk about? Like, you know, individualism, like, you know, the teen angst, structural, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. We'll talk about that later. I'm not high enough for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> keep my balls light. I, I think it would be very easy to not keep it light. That's the thing, yeah, because like, I have, like, four drafts where I'm like, what does it mean to be alive? I'm like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Scribble that shit off. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, so mine's still probably kind of too much but okay let's hear yours let's start off heavy and then and and go light go to josh reading the back of a yerba monte can <laughs> no i have a i have a i have a short rant oh okay do you want to do your short I rant do mine yeah, yeah let's hear your short rant please so um <laughs> i work at an inner city school i'm a teacher and in many ways i found this movie uh offensive <laughs> because here you have a collection of white upper middle class students Literally bitching about parents because they love and pay attention to them too much. <laughs> um, and it just like when I when you work with kids who have extremely real problems, like real physical danger or like lacking in food security or financial or housing. <laughs> literally, I, there's students who go to my school who are homeless to hear this little shithead <laughs> and his little crony fucking kids bitching about their suburban fucking life made me want to slap them. <laughs> like when his parents were like, we want you to see a therapist. And he had this little meltdown. I'm like, I'm sorry that your parents are concerned enough about you to worry about your mental yeah, health. That they love you. Now you're going to run. You're going to run away to your giant fucking room filled with expensive ass electrical equipment and pout. 
and the most awesome room Fuck in the world. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I was a teenager once. I get it. But still, mm. they're bitching about a harsh discipline policy. <laughs> like, yeah, the place in the school where you get to dance to music is being you know, taken away from us. Like, boo fucking who? They, they can heads. suck a dick. It's like, wow, I'm sorry you don't have friends in your big room with all your computers and to like a mom who was like bringing you fucking cookies. Wow, that's hard. Who, who's like, come hang out with us. Uh, we'll get into it. But, but yeah, Mark, oh. let's hear your deepest darkest thought yeah top my personal life experience oh yeah all right here we go (laughs) (laughs) hey mark from oakland here first time long time yeah i got a question uh why does he need thousands of dollars of radio equipment to keep up with his friends in new york when telephones existed (laughs) good question (laughs) thanks yeah talk to you later yeah he never called him he does say that he tried to reach out to them and they couldn't reach or something like because they were waiting for the call on the telephone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mark has our number, right? He know. Okay. The only thing I could think of is that he was like a member of like the AB club or something at his school, and that's just something his friends had and did. Is why his dad bought it for him. Fucking nerd. Because I mean, he also knew how he was like he knew how to fix and modify all that shit. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking like yeah. that's the only plausible th- reason. But then why would he not have like a ham radio or something that can reach New York from Arizona? Oh, that's what that I, shit was. Originally. Maybe he hated all his friends. Maybe they hated him. They were like, fuck, finally he's gone. That <laughs> angsty bitch. I'm sorry, Jim's not in again. I'll let him know you called, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a ham radio set. He just modified it into broadcast, like wide, wide range broadcast. Good for him. All right. Mine's much more thought out than both of yours. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 1990. Almost 20 years after Nixon lied to America on TV, after eight years of Reagan and pushing towards the end of the first Bush era, the youth is still in revolt against the corruption of adults with no end in sight. The seemingly unending tale of the rebel slackers versus the morality police. People who refuse to accept prejudice and human mistreatment versus the people who value outdated traditions over human life. So fuck it. Speak out. Look like a weirdo. Use profanity. Get a dumb tattoo. Walk around without a bra. Create stuff. Because fuck them. Living well is always the best revenge. Talk hard. <laughs> Good job, Tiffany. I could have done without the profanity. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Richard Nixon? <laughs> well, before Josh shakes his fist at this movie, we're going to have an intermission. Oh. Are you ready, Mark? Oh, I'm ready. Are you, what's your, uh, what do you got this week? So today's intermission is brought to you by Laughing Prophet. All right. Yeah. I can see it. It also looks like it's covered with fucking hash oil and dipped in fucking- Meteor shit. And dipped in meteor shit. (laughs) Exactly. Delicious. So uh, grab your J's and (laughs) let's do this intermission and fucking start talking about this incredible film. Marijuana's for the (laughs) weak-minded. See you in a bit. I mean, that could be a, like that could be a Stephen King book. A evil haunted placenta uh, <laughs> attacks. You should give him more credit than that. It's like the fucking Family Guy skit where he's like, uh, it's a story about it. looks around the room, uh, an evil lamp, and it uh, it's haunted, and it attacks the town. And the guy's like, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Let's sell I'll it. I'll take it. Because <laughs> he knows it will be a bestseller. No matter how fucking dumb it is, just because Stephen's name's on it. <laughs> I love him. He has a... Uh, 
moments of brilliance and a lot of moments of mediocre writing. <laughs> well, I like When he's good, he's really he good. Cocaine. When Stephen King's good, he's really good. When he was high on cocaine, he was not so good. I'm reading uh, Four Past Midnight is what I'm reading right now. When he was super Stephen high King. on cocaine, there, he, he said there's one book. I can't remember which Maximum one it was. Overdrive. Oh, Maximum Overdrive. That's the movie. He was super high on coke <laughs> and he was like, it was just coke and coke. No, no. a book. He, he literally wrote a book and like three days like (laughs) i wish i was that talented like got high on coke set it was no it's garbage i can't remember which book it was but it's hot garbage well now i want to read it high on coke tommy knockers or some shit like that the tommy knockers one of my favorite onion articles is fake written by him and it's like tommy knockers i don't even remember writing tommy knockers and it's like the whole onion article is about him sitting at a book signing and this lady comes up and he's like it's my favorite book and he's like i was looking at it i was about to tell her i didn't write it but there on the cover biggest life was my name (laughs) (laughs) all right stay hard stay hard pumping up the volume Rated R. Walk hard. <laughs> Walk hard. <laughs> so, movie starts. 92 FM is being pirated by a DJ named Happy Harry Hardon. Happy Henry Hardhat. <laughs> Happy Henry Hardhat. He gives the strong impression that uh, he's not fond of the government okay. or the public school systems. Yeah, for a guy trying to say non anonymous, he's really like, yeah, I really hate fourth period with this English teacher. And you're like, pretty sure I know who you are now. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Drop lots of clues to us. This is where I eat and drink, and here's a list of all my fears. And here's a mailbox where you can send stuff to me, and I will go pick it up. (laughs) The next day at school, Happy Harry is all the rage, and everyone on the bus is talking about Happy Harry Hardon because he played Ice T and talked Mm. about his fucking dick (laughs) on the show. But he's been on the, he's been doing it for a while. Like when we started. Yeah, like two months, I think you say. Yeah, because the guy was like, sometimes he's on for five hours, sometimes he's on for five minutes. People were recording his show on tape and like passing it around. <laughs> it was pre-internet when kids were really bored. It's crazy. Yeah. They didn't have smartphones to stare at. Yeah, I remember that though. I remember like uh, an NWA cassette passing around my school or like the Jerky Boys. It's like, hey, I made a copy of this copy that you can listen to. Pop There's people I haven't thought about in like 20 years yeah. probably. <laughs> like the jerky Boys? Are they dead? Who, Mike, Mike Rizzo? I'm sure they they died. Yeah, so this is a time when unpleasant talk about, like, anarchy butt sex was just not allowed (laughs) on the airwaves. And 1990 (laughs) was also when the parental advisory logo came into effect on all albums. Oh, no shit. I just read a whole great article about that. It was, uh, what was his name? Who's the lead singer, Twisted Sister? C.C. DeVille? Uh, No, you're thinking of... uh, Oh, uh, D. Snyder? Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Who's C.C. DeVille? What's he in? C.C. DeVille is in fucking Boys and <laughs> Is he? He's no. He's a high kicker. <laughs> well, oh, I'm thinking of the, the old-timey director, Cecil D. DeVille. <laughs> Cecil D. DeVille. Come see my uh, puppy. Yeah. You're so fucking so, classy. So, what, what was his name? <laughs> uh, it's D. D. Snyder. He's nuts. D. Snyder. He gives this, like, great speech in front of the Senate. Oh, this is back in the day you're talking about. This like, yeah. Oh, God, okay. This is what she was talking about. This is when they, they were discussing yeah. adding the parental advisory mm-hmm. label. I remember that. And he showed up, and he, like, basically shot down all the arguments, and then they just did what they want anyways because of the government they don't listen well it was uh i guess it started like in the 80s too and it was prince's fault so like it was uh darling nikki nancy reagan mm-hmm. and her weird woman's they group heard of, darling like, nikki social... and she's yeah, masturbating yeah, yeah. on the toilet with a magazine and they were like good god she made a whole <laughs> list of like have you ever the worst never the worst and most indecent songs porn rock so yeah. what they decided this is a long time ago is that if you're broadcasting it over the radio something that it can be considered indecent someone might hear that without having consented to that's why we got kicked off itunes because of shit yeah they met without consenting to be hearing that so they the supreme court ruled that you you can't broadcast obscene stuff on the radio right. but then later on they ruled that you can't edit the contents of a record or something because someone who is getting a record is opting into it it's so yeah they they know what they're getting in they they can choose whether they can listen to it 
or not. But because with the radio, you just like you're flicking through the dials and all of a sudden you might hear something accidentally. Yeah, exactly. So we can say shit on this show because I've clicked the box that says explicit. Yeah. But we cannot write the word shit because someone could be glancing at our show unconsensually saw Mark write shit. And now we're kicked (laughs) off of iTunes. It's the old saying. Please share and rank our iTunes, by the way. Was it? Your, your right to swing your fist ends where the other guy's nose begins. Oh, fuck. That's a deep thought. Yeah, man. That's, so that's your... an old quote. Good. It's a quick way of explaining how rights work in America. And lefts. Fucking deepest thought you've deepest ever thought. had. <laughs> well, back to Harry's heart on. Oh, yes. Every night at 10 p.m., Harry comes on and Does his plays thing. Leonard Cohen's Everybody's Nose on various uh, media. Jesus Christ. He had the room I wanted when I was a kid. Like the room that had like a fucking couch in the middle of it and like just all kinds of and shit. And chicks coming in the back door. Movie kids yeah, always have hanging the out. best fucking rooms, dude. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I remember what was it like Gleaming the Cube or one of those fucking extreme sports movies <laughs> in the 80s that kid lived in like a bunker. <laughs> like an like a old decommissioned bomb shelter in their backyard and he had like a little skateboard ramp in there and stuff. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so on Harry's show, he complains a lot <laughs> about existence in general, living. He, he's not fond of living, not fond of high school. He hates greed, corruption, and selling out. Poor baby. Yeah. He also pretends to masturbate on the show, but it seems very consensual because everyone seems to really be enjoying it because they're, they're all still listening. They're actively deciding to listen. And you see all the classic varieties of the teen stereotypes tuning in. So he's reaching them all. Got the punk rocker. Yeah, you got punk guy one. Yeah. Doing all the different variations of white teen yes. stereotypes. Yeah, I was going to say, you have the white punk rocker and then the white yuppies and then the white nerds and then the white fat kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes he's on for five minutes. Sometimes five hours. That's right, Mark. <laughs> After uh, the show, he sneaks into his dad's office because his dad's like a school commissioner or the youngest school commissioner in Arizona. In history. <laughs> in the history of anything. Of worlds. Yeah, but his dad almost catches him. Whoa. But Look for stamps. Yep. He was looking for stamps. He tried to have a heart-to-heart with him, but it was kind of like the worst heart-to-heart you give your Well, they're trying, you know? Like, when your kid is that so far off the spectrum of, you know, normal knee, normal say, uh, fuck, I'm high. Yeah, but, like, obviously your kid's uncomfortable, he's not making friends, and you going, when I was your age, I was on all the teams and (laughs) in all the clubs. Like, what's wrong with you? Someone's gotta be cool. You gotta talk to people. It's like... Fuck you, dude. Just because you were popular and normal doesn't mean I am. Also, we just moved here. I would have been like, suck it up. Here's a Nintendo. I mean, (laughs) it is kind of fucked up to make a kid move from New York to Arizona when he's a senior in high school. Like, that's fucked up. I guess. Get over it. I don't know. Like, all your, like, you, you have all these friends your entire life, and then also, in, like, the last year of school, like, all right, well, peace out. We're going to Arizona now. How would you feel if I was taken from you, Josh? <laughs> you would have cried. I mean, probably, but I also would have coped. <laughs> I wanted to turn into a pouty little sad sack fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you said you would have. I thought you said you would have coked. I mean, no. I mean, okay, being like bummed out is okay, but come on. He's only been here two months. Start adapting. Hmm. If that's the worst thing that fucking happens to him in his senior year of high school, fine. That's not. But it happen. turns out it's not. <laughs> oh, things are only going to get worse. Worst thing that happens to him outside of his own control. Let me put it that way. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's the next day of school again. Everyone's always talking about Mark. Everyone's a buzz. Yep. No, about Harry. Or Harry. Harry. Yep. And his teacher even likes his writing. Happy hearty hard on. Yeah, he's a, apparently a great writer, but too shy to talk about it. So the teacher wanted to fuck him, right? I don't know, man. Dude, do you know who that is? 
The girl from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. The only time I felt that is when she like ran to him just to like, just to tell him, only him, that she got fired. Oh, Mark, I found you. Uh, I got fired. Yeah. (laughs) It's her best student. That, but like, you usually tell your whole class you won't be coming back. Like at the end of the year. Yeah, don't just run after one random kid. I don't have time to fucking look at 40 kids you today. Don't get <laughs> unusually <laughs> close to one student and give him like a heartfelt goodbye. But like, I guess he had the most potential. And you've only known him maybe for she, two months. Maybe it's because she knows he's sensitive. Like if she had had him all year and they had like a really close like yeah. personal relationship, like they were like mentor or mentoree, maybe. But she known him for two months and he didn't talk much. Yeah, she read like one poem. Yeah. And she was like reading it in front of the class like dripping down her leg like this one <laughs> it's weird you're getting too too personal with that student yeah. back it up right well, away the school is very inappropriate yeah the fucking vice principal like punches a kid on the fucking yeah <laughs> i don't know and then they would like everyone was okay you would be fired immediately not 1990 even in 1990 <laughs> you really lands on a student they don't only well, fire you they have you arrested the problem with this <laughs> is they're targeting the middle upper class their parents are gonna fucking complain yeah. yeah, you're telling me that punk kid, even though he has all those clothes, dad isn't like an engineer or something, <laughs> and his mom is like a fucking lawyer. Yeah, he goes back to his fucking mansion. He's, like, He's alone, the but his dad punch has money. Me, and his dad is like, okay, well, we're suing now. Not my son. White people fight with lawyers, dude. They would have sued the show. Yeah, it's fucking school. true. Anything is assault to a white person, I learned. True. <laughs> <laughs> dude, there was a part at the school where uh, the really popular girl, Paige, like these yeah. three like jock dudes like roll up to her and he's like, yeah, I finally got my new Miata. <laughs> Check out my CD player. So it sounds so great. <laughs> Tennis team's throwing a party. Catch you later, Paige. They're like talking to like each other and kind of her. Yeah, she was just kind of standing there, and they're like talking, like near her, yeah. but but no. for her to hear what they were talking about, like, dude, we're gonna go to my my parents' summer house this weekend. We're gonna fucking tear it up, get some beers, go on a boat, fuck a little. It's gonna be great. We're yeah. gonna get some chicks there, and then we're gonna kick them out and all jerk off together <laughs> at night. <laughs> yeah, and then cuddle. We're never gonna die. Well, the dudes in the shop class start playing some uh, classic hip hop, you know, by Ice T, which was on the show. Hmm. The teacher, Mr. Murdoch's like, hey. I know what's going on here. I ain't no dumb dumb. This is the third tape this week. <laughs> he's confiscating it, and he wants to play it for the other teachers so they know exactly what he's hearing that he doesn't like. Happy Harry. Mm-hmm. Happy It's Harry. nice that they have a teacher's lounge. <laughs> Ours got converted into a classroom. Did it really? Oh. Yeah, we needed we needed an extra computer lab. <laughs> that's why you were so mad when they were sitting in there drinking coffee. You were like, that's what they do <laughs> on their off <laughs> time? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Like, don't you guys got lessons to be planning or like actual things to solving? Yeah, I mean, especially because the school consisted of like four teachers only and there was like 800 kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every movie school consists of like four teachers. Yeah. They didn't even really change their outfits that much either, the students. Everyone kind of wore the same uh, thing. Yeah, it's you usually don't do You don't change your character's outfits too much because it changes the character hmm. that's like an old movie movie kind of rule <laughs> you don't change your character halfway through a movie you never change your character's hairdo you know, unless it's like this point of the plot you never really change their outfit you always kind of keep them in the same thing because once you like write it, like you change your hair their outfit you change the you change the character because people get scared <laughs> no it's just because like <laughs> i fear change look different. it's just storytelling man huh that's why the simpsons have been wearing the same thing for fucking yeah, 150 years don't matter. Go watch every episode of Friends. They no. all are basically always kind of wearing the same thing. A different type of button up. They always have Seinfeld. the same look. Seinfeld, yeah. Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, she always has like the baggy pants and the baggy shirt. The, the, yeah. Or like, or the like dress a suit floor. dress yeah. things. Oh, fucking my God. That's another episode of uh, Cinema Clothes. <laughs> I only know this all secondhand from Amber. <laughs> Cinema Clothes. She always tells me about all the, the movie making knowledge. Well, 
It's 10 p.m. again, Josh. Oh, yeah. And you know what that means. Happy, Time for Happy Herbie Herbone. <laughs> happy Herbie Hancock. The happy Herbie Hancock to play some Leonard Cohen, but through the real to real. Everybody knows. <laughs> this time. Uh, he reads the letter that he found off his dad's desk. Turns out a student who was pregnant was expelled essentially for being pregnant. But the guy who knocked her up wasn't expelled. I bet not. <laughs> so after he reads that letter, he calls up the fucking guidance counselor. And he gives him the fucking business. <laughs> the stupidest guidance counselor. Well, yeah. the guy fucking answers like, oh, that's me. I've yeah. implemented some morality fucking turd. Like, yeah. what can you invent for morality that helps your school? That's fucking dumb. It's one of those <laughs> phrases that means nothing. Americans Coalition for Morality Freedom. <laughs> so the guy does eventually finally hang up on him. But he, like, fucking is on the phone for, like, five minutes. Yeah, I was he, like, you're bad. You're, you're bad at your job. Somebody needs media coaching. <laughs> There's also a letter i guess it's all red and he gets it's the eat me beat me lady Mm. she sends him a red letter and she's very horny we could be horny too tiff yep that's right thank you mark hey she's like Uh, on his trail too (laughs) she says that uh she enjoys his show and recommends that he talk hard Mm, talk hard (laughs) talk hard (laughs) talk hard yeah but i mean it's pretty obvious that she wants to have sex with him in the letter yeah and she's also like private eyeing him well she's like like tracking him down yeah in the scene too she's like eats lunch on steps and i'm like fuck he has a whole fucking board of all his clues yeah but you know what i'm not gonna lie teenage girls do that shit dude what like murder boards (laughs) nowadays she'd just be like here's his instagram (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, harry actually gets a pretty serious letter Oh. And the guy signs, I'm serious, and Jeez. says, Dear Hard Harry, do you think I should kill myself? Mm. And he calls him and talks to him. He was slightly insensitive, I would say. Oh, until he, a little he bit. at the beginning. And then when he realized the kid was kind of serious, he tried to like yeah. talk him down. Yeah. I mean, what, what the fuck is he supposed to do? Because the kid started him. crying. Yeah. And like, right. he's kind of like, oh, fuck. Because, okay. I mean, they, they did the whole letter before that where he called the two chubby girls. Oh, yeah. And then I think they, they, we were trying to, they were trying to set it up that most of his letters are just trolly, yeah. right. mommy, jokey things. And he probably did. And this one was kind of for real. And he was like, yeah. oh, well, I'm not really a professional. I can't handle this. Yeah, because he was like joking like it was trolly at the beginning. And then like his demeanor rapidly changed when he realized the kid was kind of serious i wish i could have given him a hug (laughs) (laughs) and to his credit he tried to talk the kid down dude that kid that kid was killing he's like we're all alone yeah yeah he called like too late yeah yeah i mean it's it's weird to have had the scene with the mom kind of being like hey i'm trying to get you to come out of this and he was like nah but that means he has like fucking legitimate depression probably needs some medication or something like yeah. It's treatable, but it's really hard to ask for help, right? Yes. It sucks that it's easier to kill yourself than to embarrass yourself by telling yeah. someone your feelings. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucked up. But then this is kind of like, so with the whole D. Snyder thing, there was a kid that killed himself, right? Is like that what kind of sparked the whole thing? Like the music is actually corrupting the youth of America? Something like that. I don't know. But I mean, that's that's always the tale, right? Like yeah. all rock and roll does that. Yeah. Because like the kid killing himself in the movie is what kind of like put Harry on the radar of like the police and everything. Yeah. It's always easier to blame music or video games or a radio guy than it is to actually address mental health issues. Yeah. yeah, he ends up loading his gun. You don't see it happen. They don't give you the gore. No. Should have. Yeah, you just rated R. Should have seen the brain splatter everywhere. Is it tits? The tits, tits. that there are? There's barely any tits. Oh, they say fuck a lot, too. Yeah. And, they well, and he's, like, simulating masturbation, I guess, yeah. kind of, maybe. Like, yeah. three I times. mean, like, it's funny, because, like, the... the uh, 
the people Mark, who rate movies are basically just they're like the teachers board at that school like they're super <laughs> squared hella white people that tell them I hate them you can't there's a whole documentary on how they're terrible fucking shitbags super square people that arbitrarily give some movies PG some movies are well then I like this even more Harry ends this show he says sleep tight to Mr. Serious and then he's naked wearing only a cock ring <laughs> He doesn't even know what that is. He's not even really doing it. He's shock value comic. He's trying to talk hard. He's, He's talking sure hard. Should go to sleep wearing a cock ring. Yeah, wait till your dick falls off. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend that uh, I play games with. She's a nurse, and she always gives us all the dirty anal and cock ring stories. <laughs> I thought she was going to say she gives them to you. <laughs> no, she just tells you the story of how, like, oh yeah, he got a vibrator stuck in his ass and then left it there for a week before he went to the hospital to get it taken out. Cool. Dude. I, and I imagine you just start freaking out. Yeah. Anyway. Happy, hearty, happy. The next day at school, kids are selling copies of Harry's show. But that guy mm. is, for some reason, always behind all yeah, the dude. students. All the students are like, ugh. Yeah. He, like, sidesteps out and is like, what is that? Like, he's <laughs> always, like, omnipresent at everywhere this pops up. <laughs> we got to get you a bell. Right now. You're talking about when he picked up Fatty? Fatty McFatterson? <laughs> what? No. Don't We're going to get put on a list. <laughs> What? He was chubby, but he was also an entrepreneur. He was, seemed like he was well-liked. Yeah, yeah, and he knew how to hook up the stereo to the PA system, yeah. so he was smart. He was not held back by his physical limitations. And you were chubby. I'm still chubby. Anyway, <laughs> so Nora, she's looking for Harry because he says he eats on the steps. Well, hmm. she sees that he's chewing blackjack gum, and you know what that means. Pieces are put together. Well, Nora's a creep. Yes, <laughs> and she asks him, are you really as horny as a 10-peckered owl? And then he's incredibly embarrassed. Huh. She also goes, hey, do you want to cut class and go smoke in the art room? And he says no. Yeah, like a fucking... And then he runs away. Literally runs away. <laughs> Girls. I mean... You know this girl probably likes you enough. But, I mean, you guys would have went in the art room, right? Yeah, yeah. Me? yeah, probably. She was hot too. She was cute. But he uh, he clearly has some kind of like thing. He's just shy. When he, she shows up and starts talking to her, he's like, "I can't talk to you." I, 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 also, I, that's well, well. First off, that's weird because he doesn't know her. Yeah. Well, he said, "I can't talk to the girls here." That's hmm. secondly They're different. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, what? I mean, like, uh, I get it. He's probably used to city girls. He's so mysterious." In New York, he's probably really popular, and everyone already knows each other here because they've gone through school. Yeah, they're since all in their little cliques. He just showed up. Everybody knows. <laughs> yep. So instead of cutting class and fingering Nora, <laughs> he learns that Malcolm Kaiser killed himself. Oh man. R.I.P. Malcolm. He so, runs away into the hills. The lesson here is <laughs> smoke cigarettes and finger bank chicks when you get the opportunity because shit's going to be a bummer later anyway. Shit. Now, Nora seemed a little insensitive about it. Yeah. She seemed really bummed out he wouldn't make out with her because yeah. he she follows him after school. I think this is the crossover to stalker status. But while he's getting his mail and she's like, hey, I'm the eat me, beat me lady. <laughs> she obviously wants to make out, but he's really bumming out about it. Well, I think at this point he realizes that like, okay, I could be really fucked. I could be in trouble now. Like some kid killed himself. I, I think he feels bad because the kid killed himself. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. And then Shep Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Shep Shepard. He's the news guy. Tell me you got that. Yeah, he's talking about suicide. He fucking sounds like the fake vampire on Fright Night. That's <laughs> I like, honestly thought it was him at first. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same hair, same like bronzed skin. They had like a news pickup There truck. was a ghoulish, gory suicide. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't even have a, they didn't even have a van. They literally were piling their news equipment into the back of a truck. Oh. When you're walking down the street late at night. <laughs> what is the movie where the vampire host finally gets to do the real news? What? <laughs> oh, um, Gremlins 2. Is it? Yeah. 
because he was like he had like the puppet vampire show and then like he yeah. was running around the, like with the whole gremlins in there because he was on the inside yeah <laughs> I'm glad you guys have such a deep memory of gremlins too <laughs> the new batch did you ever see the key appeal where <laughs> yes it's so fucking good it's in the movie <laughs> well it's the one where it's like you probably have the mind of a child <laughs> but we're putting it in anyways like, you just put a ner- verb and a noun together <laughs> so good electric gremlin electric gremlin <laughs> So Hard Harry has the debate, right? Do I go back on the show? I basically killed a kid. Mm. But people are waiting for him. You know, people wait outside to get the best reception and hear Harry every night at 10 p.m. The kids. The kids. (laughs) So he plays Leonard Cohen. He's going to fucking go on. He apologizes for Malcolm and said he didn't say not to do it. And it was one of the first things I thought. I was like, dude, just tell him no. Because the question was, should I? Yeah. yeah. That kid was killing himself no matter what he said. Well. That dude already had the gun. He was leaving. I don't know, man. No, he was. was. The question was, should I? I, that's like a he call asked for help. him. He asked him if they left a note. Basically, that was the note. That call was the and note. And I feel like his yeah his response was pretty good because the kid was like I'm alone, and then he's like I'm alone too. I talked to nobody today. Yeah, like literally except for teachers. And he's like I have no friends. I am isolated. But picture yourself at the very bottom. Do you really want to hear someone else's fucking like problems? Well, like, I guess it's true too. Like I feel no, like no, that's super helpful know? though. Yeah. Usually when people are in that situation because they realize they're not alone in the situation. Yeah, yeah. And he actually called him and read his letter. You know, so, I mean, like, he did. He tried. He could have been like, ah, oh, well, you know what? Not dealing with that shit. I'd feel bad. I would feel bad. But he's like, I'm quitting the biz. Be like, you're weak. No, Harry. So, yeah, everyone's like, no, Harry. <laughs> no, Harry. This thing <laughs> has only been Harry. going on for a small while. We're extremely invested in. <laughs> We're so dependent on you. But just as he's out, he's not out. <laughs> now he's going to talk shit about suicide and he gets really impassioned about oh. teenage pain. Yeah. He is advising these sub- suburban kids go nuts. Right? Rise up. Break yeah. all your expensive shit that your loving parents have bought you. Grab a giant dick that you guys Somewhere made. conjured out of nowhere. Paper mache in the hat. <laughs> I, I actually, my notes, there's a, it says a big dick question mark. <laughs> yeah. Mine says, where do the kids get that giant dick? <laughs> if they did paper mache, that was an excellent job. It was great. Yeah. It was very straight. Yeah. <laughs> it was very veiny, very pink. Well, Paige becomes extra inspired to go nuts, right? Yeah. So I thought the dad was molesting her. What? That's what I thought the reveal was going to be. Um, it was a little weird. I don't get like, any of that. Because he, he came into her room and was like, you got to be ready for your thing tomorrow, dear, and don't want to look tired. And like, I don't know, like the way he was talking to her and kind of handling her. But then her look, she had like just like, yeah. like the scared, frightened, like uh, kind of. I didn't get a molesty vibe from that. I got a no. very strict father vibe. Mm. It was yeah. very judgmental of her probably. Yeah. I got like, because he comes in, he's like, I don't know how you get such good grades listening to the radio all night, but it's kind of like, fuck off and leave me alone. Yeah. I'm getting the good grades yeah. even while listening to the radio. So why are you even talking about it? Like he's like a nitpicky motherfucker and she's just an item. It's like a tiger dad. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Like Mark says that to his parents too. Like that's the deal. I get good grades. You leave me alone. Yeah. And I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. No, you little shithead. (laughs) So this is actually something I have to deal with in my classroom all the time. Kids get good grades and they think it gives them a license to act like fucking assholes. No, I'm sorry. I don't give a shit what your grades are. You still have to act like a decent fucking person. Like, no. This is only the problems that come up in upper middle class yeah. white families. Even even like if you go to like fucking like Brooklyn or something to some dad, even if he's white, who's a plumber, just came home from a 10 hour shift and his son starts talking like that. What do you think he's going to do? Smack so him across the goddamn huh. face and be like, you don't fucking talk to me like that. Yeah. Get my beer. <laughs> yeah. Mark goes in the kitchen, grabs a beer, smokes cigarettes Was it all a beer? night in his fucking. Oh, yeah. The mom goes, is that a beer? He's like, yeah. 
He like cracks it open. Oh, I thought he was lying and it was like another wild cherry, cherry Pepsi. Pepsi. I, I thought it was a beer because I thought it was like a big fuck you to them. And they were like, wow. oh, well, I guess, you know, boys will be boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, only, they used to be hippies. They don't know. privileged little shits treat their parents like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think about the shit I used to say to my parents sometimes. And I was like, wow, they fucking should have punched me in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was such an asshat. Yeah. And like my mom would just be waking me up in the morning and I'd be like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me. Actually, I always had I stayed good. up too late playing video games. Of watching TV. You fucking get out of here. Actually, I always had a pretty good relationship with my mom. It was mostly my dad I bought it. Well, was. your mom is fucking hella cool and would yeah. bring you food and then take the plate and wash it. Yeah. She spoiled me. Yeah. My, my siblings were jealous. <laughs> You're the baby. Grilled cheese sandwich, mom. No, I was never the Carmen, thankfully. Nah, I know. No, he, he wasn't mean to yeah. his mom. Yeah, I knew. Uh, yeah. I was, don't bite the hand that feeds, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I got a good thing going here. I don't want to fuck this over. Uh, so Paige becomes inspired to go nuts by his speech. She grabs all her shit, her fucking Yale flag, because she's done. And if she would have paid attention in chemistry class, she <laughs> would know that metals react negatively to microwave radiation. She puts them all in the microwave <laughs> and then sits there. I'm kind of like, what are you doing? Leave, leave. And blows her fucking face off. Yeah, because then she has a fucking like thing on her nose and like black eyes and shit. Well, no, I don't think that. That means it broke her nose because when you break your nose, you get two black yeah, eyes. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, in reality, I don't think it would have exploded. I think it would have sparked a whole lot. <laughs> well, these are 90s microwaves. Are, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think it exploded. Safety features are gone. But he has one more letter for this show. And this was like, I got all misty eyed and stuff. Oh. Uh, this kid tells a story about three guys humiliated him for being queer. He tricked him into like hanging out and then like it sounds like they made him do sexual shit like made him because he was like I'm into guys so that's fine. He's like but this was different. Yeah gang rape. I was kind of like impressed with the like the way that he was like, no, I, you know, I'm gay. I know I am. I'm not worried about that. And I was like, oh. He's like, I'm not ashamed. And I Probably was like, because yeah. he has super, like, all these kids have super loving, caring parents <laughs> who accepted him for who he is. Yeah. And he's super mad at him because of it. Yeah. It's like the mom <laughs> is like, so, so Billy, have you met a guy that you like? He's like, mom, you bitch, get out of here. God. It's like, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Nobody gets me. But he goes into, like, detail, you know, about it. And then the teachers who are listening like, people are calling the police yeah. on the show. Can you believe it? I laughed so hard. Well, I mean, that was interesting, too, because, like, Harry is like, yeah, man, if you're gay, whatever, no big deal. But the parents are like, he's talking about homophobic shit. And it's like, we got to shut him down. Well, and they're like, it's like pornography. And I was like, yeah. no one's horny right now. Yeah. Like, this isn't pornography. Someone's this horny. is a fucking story about someone being <laughs> fucking humiliated by other students and sexually assaulted. And I think the person said, like, that kind of stuff doesn't happen in our town. Like, that would never happen, you know? And it's like... Fucking Pete. Oh, yeah. They're like, this is fake. This is... He's just got kids making shit up. Yeah. That's that's how how that shit flourishes, right? Where the parents are like, that doesn't happen here. Yeah. It's fine. I totally got all angry and misty-eyed. But, like, Harry, like, told him he was normal and hella strong and, like... Brave. Fuck those guys. And he was like, yeah, man, I wish I knew that what who I was, you know? Yeah. I was going to say at his age, but I guess he is the same age. So Those guys are all closeted homosexuals and will marry women and die deeply unhappy and sexually unfulfilled. (laughs) So, at least you have that going for you. So we're back at school again, and the principal is fucking insane. She's like, change all the locks. I want to catch all the kids who are selling tapes. And then some... uh, Hire snipers. (laughs) (laughs) I want landmines on the football field. Was that Seth Green? That was Seth Green. Okay. He's, so, he's got like, uh, like when you look him up on this movie on IMDb, like mm-hmm. Seth Green is like second billing or some bullshit. Okay. I was like, he was in it for like 10 seconds. Yeah. No, he was only had like two scenes, but Seth Green makes a remix of the counselor's voice from the radio show to like music yeah. and he gets- Who is Seth Green? He was like Punk Kid 2 with the red hair. When um oh. when they hooked the radio up to the PA system, mm-hmm. it's him and the other kid. With the tape kid. This was before yeah. he was anybody. 
Yeah, yeah so anybody really now, he hooks it up to the PA, uh, and remember when they're like, "There's no way to stop it." She's like, "Shut down the school, <laughs> shut down the system." Yeah. Like, I was like, "There's yeah. no button that says school. <laughs> There's no switch. Yeah. Like, just turn, turn off school." <laughs> 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 We've gone dark, ma'am. We have to reset the system. And there's raptors coming after him. And then Hold Tape on to your Kid butts. and Seth Green give a fucking weird high five. Yeah, yeah I know. Like they kept missing each other. I was like, what? I, I was wondering why they were standing right underneath the the crime that they've just committed. Yeah, well, hook like, that shit run. up and play and left. She, yeah, the principal is playing a fucking unsustainable game that she cannot win. <laughs> it sounds like she thinks she's the principal, so she's in charge of the whole town. Right. Yeah. She's nuts. And then uh, Shep Shepard's outside the school, and Punk Guy One is like got smoke bombs for some reason, like colorful smoke yeah. bombs, yeah. and he's just tossing them around. School colors. It's complete <laughs> anarchy out here. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "This is Shep Shepard, deep within the smoke of yeah. Hubert Humphrey High." I, I was impressed by his quickness on that comment. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, dude, you're the real deal, Shep." Yeah, you fucking real he's, he's piece got, of he's shit. He's trying to land that network gig. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna go global. This is the most news he's ever had. <laughs> yeah, reporting on like you know the sheep shitting on the fucking football field. Is that the only school? I think it is the only high school in the area. There has to be a continuation school if they're expelling well, that many people. No, no one's going to school. They're not getting at it. Not everyone goes to college is what she says. Some people gotta dig ditches. She's nuts. She's nuts. It's a catty shack reference. Yeah. <laughs> World always needs ditch diggers too. You like boats, Danny? <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, it's time for an emergency meeting. Oh, shit. With all the parents at the school. And actually, I was really surprised how the parents were like, dude, kids aren't going to go for that. Kids just want to be happy. Like They were invested. They cared. Enough to go to a fucking meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Do that in most cities. Like, there'd be two parents there. Yeah. The ones who had the most. Yeah. If you send me something that says I have to come because you're going to talk about a fucking vulgar radio show, I'm not going to that shit. I work all day. No, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fix your own fucking radio problem, nerd. In fact, I'm going to call the school board and ask them why they can't handle the situation in their school. (laughs) You expel half your school. You're going to have half the fucking town's parents in your fucking school going, why the fuck was my kid expelled? Dude, 30 kids in the first month were expelled. Like, Like, what the fuck? Obviously, someone who doesn't know how to do it. And that's why I'm saying she's playing an unsustainable game she cannot possibly get away with this no there was like the illegal aspect of it of taking government funding for having a certain amount of students in your school but then right. not having that amount like that's called fucking, you're fucking fraud. breaking the law <laughs> yeah and you can't like ex- expulsions like a legal thing too yeah. you can't just be like well you're expelled yeah like oh, okay <laughs> it's like you have to like submit them for expulsion they have to go behind like a panel of people who listen to their case well, and decide whether to expel them or not. But I think that's a deal, though, because like she was saying they were expelled, but then wasn't going through the official channels of doing yeah, she's it. she's just kind of like, you're expelled. You're talking shit. You're fired. Like, yeah. she's just fucking crazy. Yeah, which is also, again, someone who doesn't know how this shit works because she was defrauding the state. Do you think she's yeah. new? No. Maybe, because I could tell you the one person in this world you shouldn't steal from is the fucking United States government yeah. because they will find their fucking money. <laughs> Without lube. Yeah, they will be like, there's missing money at this school someone's head's gonna yeah. roll. Like, that, was, that was kind of the weird thing in this movie where it wasn't like just, just teen angst in general. There was actually like a plot against the teens in the movie that they were rebelling against. Well, true, because they had to add something like that where it's literally just them whining about their fucking privileged, <laughs> their privileged true. fucking middle class life. Because like, yeah, Paige is like, they make the rules so rigid that kids are like having mental breakdowns. 
like the system is breaking us, not Harry. Yeah, and she said like half the students were on probation. Yeah, because they let Paige talk at the meeting. Um, well, the principal obviously wants her to stop, but the parents are like, yeah. "Let her talk." Yeah, I do like that. Parents were like, "No, wait, we want to hear what you have to say." Like they care, and she's like, "I'm out." Well, she was like a good student, right? So you obviously yeah. want to hear what she has to say before she goes outside and pretends to be a scary ghost. <laughs> it's all the media are outside, so when she walks outside, she's like, "Hail Satan!" But she's obviously never been bad before. Yeah, so she doesn't know how to do it. She's like, Bleh. she's like Bart Simpson, <laughs> making scary faces. Good for her. Growling like a new ghost on the scary news. <laughs> <laughs> That's booze worthy. This is Rick Gusterton. <laughs> well, child nine. But the kids think she's cool now. Yeah. Cool she night blew her face and off. cool luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vampire fucking guy from Fright Night. <laughs> so... Mark knows it's time now. I He's got to kill Harry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but somehow Nora knows where he lives. Well, like I said, I get, once you know where who he is, I think it's probably easy at that point, right? Yeah. And she clearly has already demonstrated she has no problem following a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. And she's clearly good at it because he never she, sees her coming. And waiting outside a P.O. box for like hours, hypothetically. <laughs> Yeah, so Nora finds him, comes into his room, and tells him she wants him to stay hard. Dude, that was my fucking dream in high school, like, to be in my room and have a girl just kind of come into my window and be like, we're fucking tonight. I'd be like... That was <laughs> that was no one ever. No. Because even the <laughs> fucking people who fucked all the time weren't that confident in high school. Yeah, I would have been like Harry. I would have been like Mark in that scene. I would have been like, uh, 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 you need to leave. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, bitch, get on my sex swing. My sex <laughs> I like that the parents that were cool with it, though. Yeah, so his parents show up and kind of are like, we think you're like crazy DJ character. And then Nora pops up from behind the couch and was like, oh, actually, he was talking to me. They're like, oh, oh do you want a drink? Uh, they, they were a bit too excited about their son, like, dry humping. Well, I guess if you think that your kid is going to, like, kill himself... Because he's like antisocial, and then you come home, and he has like a girl in the room. You think yeah. they were, they think they thought he was that bad? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing I mean, prevents suicide like pussy. <laughs> the dad was pretty into her too. Yeah, the dad was like, "Yeah, he was fucking hot, dude. You see that girl?" <laughs> when they get all the way upstairs, he's like, "He's a dirty dog," and the mom's like, "Like fucking father, like son." He's like, "You gonna blast me in the ass tonight?" He's like, "You fucking know it, Peggy." <laughs> now that's my idea of he's homework. Fucking gender norms too. <laughs> that was his daughter, and a guy snuck in. I guarantee you, the actor fucking different. Boy, I say, boy, get a rope. <laughs> <laughs> New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Dads everywhere hate New York City. But this night after the meeting, every single person is listening, including yeah. all the teachers, and they're tracing his call. The uh, Audrey from Little Shop is watching it with like a glass of wine, she, giggling. She's liking it. I mean, even at the beginning when they played the tape for her, yeah. she like laughed. I think that she knows that Mark is him. I think that's kind of also why, because like she saw his brilliance and like his literary prowess. And then was like, this guy has the same moxie. Right. That's why she was... I kind of thought like when she was going to say she got fired, she was going to be like, stay hard or something like that. She probably <laughs> say that, but... Stay hard. It's illegal for her Walk to Walk hard. <laughs> well, she's fired at that point, so she's a oh, private yeah. citizen, well, right? She's still credentialed. She can't lose that. <laughs> yeah, well, so they trace the call, and then it turns out he's not an idiot. It's coming so from inside the house. <laughs> he, he used his neighbor's phone and plugged it in there, and that's where it was coming from. Tiffany actually made a great point about police work here. Mm. What? When you were saying, you know how they'd actually catch him at this point? How? Oh, yeah. I was like, maybe they'd look through the list of teachers who lived in the area that they were, which she was like, get me a list of everyone who has family at this school. Yeah. It's like, he lives across the street from where you found the phone. Yeah, and that's he like the be, superintendent's house. Yeah. How many other students live on that street? I mean, hypothetically, 
would you say that there's like maybe like five or ten kids that hypothetically have connections to the student, like the school, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's a very small fucking list. And they were just like yeah. pulling people at random. There's a radio antenna sticking out of the roof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's maybe knock on the door. Hmm. Yeah. Well, he's not out yet. Not he's yet. still there just in time to make out a bit with Nora and roll around on the ground and see her boobs. Because mm. she shows her boobs. Yeah, so she she's does. fearless. She's not wearing a bra. Bur- she burned it. Stand up straight. Good for her. You're not doing your tits any favors. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Um, the next day at school, you think there's going to be hell to pay because the school's crashing in on itself like a flaming fucking ball of garbage. Yeah, complete anarchy. Teachers are doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, again, four teachers, and there's like miles of students. I'm like, yeah, she's the principal's tapes. on the phone talking to like some other commissioner, and she's like, I'm giving the problem students psychic evaluations. <laughs> and you can tell that he's like, you can't do that. She's like, I can do whatever I want. No, you can't come here because you'll make me more upset. Click. Look, look at my titties. <laughs> and it's like, you can't tell. Tell them they can't come. She's mad with power. That's what it is. Power corrupts. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. And then punk kid one is fucking like in the school when he's not supposed to be. And then the fucking teacher punches him. Punches him with no repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Like, did you see the sign that the kid had? It was like, I have a right to have an education or something. So I I was like, oh, yeah, you you do want to learn. Yeah. I mean, he didn't want to be kicked out, but she kicked him out because of dress code Mm. is what he said. Yeah. So he may have even been like a pretty decent student. Who knows? Of course he was. He's an upper middle class white kid. (laughs) (laughs) She ends up having to fire like her best teacher, the writing teacher, because she's like, why are people punching students? This is ridiculous. And she's like, that's enough. You're fired. (laughs) Okay. It's like, obviously, she's not going to go out quietly either. So she starts looking through files. No, she like breaks into the office. Yeah. Grabs a bunch of important files, which she couldn't have the foresight to lock. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. And, And Mark's dad finally starts asking some questions. Well, I think the idea was he just he just got there. He just started it's the, the job. Best school well, two in the months district. ago, hypothetically. Because like no, because literally she introduces him at that meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he like literally hadn't had time to look at it because you just started. Even though you, if you start a job that important, usually you're kind of briefed and up to date mm-hmm. before you start. But yeah, because it seems like he would have been going through like the records and bookkeeping and being like, like Ooh. hey Peggy, uh, I noticed that you expelled thirty kids the first month of school. You want to talk to me about that a little bit? And I noticed yeah. you still have them on the roll yeah. and also all the and files are paper funds yeah by the way the state is auditing us they seem they're on the phone they seem pretty angry and plus i went into the art room and it was a big paper mache dick like what's that all about <laughs> it's for guys yeah. and dolls um, there's uh graffiti and banners up and they're burning you in effigy and you don't seem yeah. to be doing anything about any of this so uh, uh what's the I deal stand by my record yeah that's great but there's literally a burning all of you outside <laughs> being lynched outside on the baseball field. Yeah. I don't care about your SAT scores because you lost control. And that's of the always what she does. She's like, "Well, my scores stand for themselves." Like, <laughs> <Whoa. it> does- <laughs> I thought that was her for a second. <laughs> yeah. So they call the FCC. So the FCC and the media have arrived at the school, and then Teen Wolf Dad shows up. It is Teen Wolf's dad, but they don't give a fuck that he's Teen Wolf's dad. <laughs> they spray paint his car. Stay hard, Harry. Yeah. Uh, so another thing I was curious about is they they vandalize the. These vans. They do everything to the vans except trying to disable them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that would be murder. One knife to one tire would have fixed Harry's problems. Yeah. It would like set them back like three days before. <laughs> well, we got to order the tire because there's no roads coming to our town. Yeah. The best part, too, is when the FCC guy was like, be interesting to see how hard he is then. <laughs> no, did you get that? Did you, realize, did you see what I did there? 
hard. So like, uh, you're you're really interested in how hard a teenage boy is, huh, sir? <laughs> no, it's yes. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's, what, it's not, an old guy thing. Not to say. like that. <laughs> it's an old guy thing to say. I all happy hard on Potter, you son. <laughs> to to Harry's credit, he did go out pretty hard. He was. He's like, I'm a minor. They can't really charge me with anything. <laughs> well, because they're having a really big party. Um, basically waiting for the show with the FCC, with the teachers. They're all yeah. like in the fucking field. Yeah. They're obsessed with Harry. Punk rock kids dancing on the roof. Oh, he's always dancing. We found graffiti on the roof. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big dick. But Mark needs some help. Oh, yeah, he does. He asked Nora for some help with his final show. And she's like, it's us now. We're in this together. Home. I need you help. Also, you have a driver's license. Can you drive me around? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, one of the uh, things I found out about this movie is Christian Slater had two DUIs in real life. So that's why the Mark character has to walk everywhere in the movie. Huh. Because he couldn't actually legally drive a car. Oh, he would be arrested because it's on film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Fucking two DUIs. And he was like, what, like 22 at the time? <laughs> yeah. He's a child actor, technically. Yeah, it's par for course for child yeah, actor. I guess you're right. He's probably done okay for being a child actor. <laughs> uh, but he made a portable, like, studio radio station with his mom's Jeep. Yeah. Just, you know, screwing with the feds. Fucking with him. He's, he plays, hello, dad. Yeah. I'm in jail. It also causes the feds <laughs> to forget how to drive. He's all over the place. <laughs> Why were they? So the way you triangulate is literally yeah. you would just go to, you'd make a triangle with your trucks over the entire town. Yes. And you wouldn't have to move even if <laughs> you he would was triangulate. just be like, the signal's going there. We can't but they're all the driving blindly like towards the fucking sound. The, fucking... the bleep. <laughs> so yeah, Mark talks hella shit about the FCC dude and the FCC dude gets hella sand in his vagina. Hella sand. Turn this off. Turn that off. Stop filming. Yeah. I'm under siege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's getting, there, there's like some teenagers making faces outside of his fucking like limousine. Ah, youths. And I'm under yeah. siege too. Um, and this is the problem with free speech. <laughs> I'm being attacked. Did you notice when Mark said that the FCC guy was wearing a wig? Yeah. There was a really magical looking person wearing a blonde like Farrah Fawcett wig and had like a purple suit on and then took a back step out of the scene no (laughs) (laughs) David Bowie walked on the set real quick it kind of fucking looked like David Bowie (laughs) but it wasn't I knew it's like a lesser Bowie um Bowie. <laughs> Bowie. Bo. <laughs> no E. So Mark actually has the list of all the names of the expelled students and he starts, you know, reading them on the air. And like uh, Mark said earlier, there's like 30 students fucking expelled in a month. Yeah. It's like she, and she, the, the big thing is she left them on the roll. So the she state, collected all the money. The state still sends you all the money for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not even a good scam because that's they fraud. would figure that out immediately. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, the government is the one thing they're good at and fast at is figuring out where their money's going. Yeah. Yeah. And even here, like that other counselor who's kind of a wanker, he's like, they're just kids. Yeah. She's clearly lost her mind. And they're all complicit. Yeah, they're just kids. I love that line where it's like, who gives a fuck about them? That, like Harry's dad asks, like, what's a bad student? She's like, someone who doesn't care about their education. He's like, that's every fucking kid i know yeah yeah like show me one kid that wants to be doing this shit right now no one likes to do shit they don't want to no do one. but we all do it because we have to we'd all rather be doing so shit I tell my students every time they're complaining i keep saying well in life sometimes you're gonna have to do things you don't want to do uh-huh. now shut up and do your work <laughs> <laughs> yes josh yeah. Don't call me Josh. <laughs> Mr. Josh? Mr. Mayfield. Oh. Oh, you're a mister. Of course I'm a mister. Do you not remember school? Huh. You I know don't how... respond to Josh and I don't respond to teacher. 
I'm going to try that. Call me Mr. Sapon a lot because somehow they keep mixing me up with the super buff, bald uh, Vietnamese man. Is it? Um, <laughs> I can see the <laughs> like hella yoked and I'm chubby and I'm like, is it like our physique that the guys get confused? <laughs> we look so much alike. You are hella buff. <laughs> yeah. I'm big. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Hunter is finally like, fuck you, principal. You're fucking suspended. She's like, you can't do that. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course like, I can do that. Literally, I'm your boss. I can. That's literally my job. It says it on my business card. Yeah. I can <laughs> You. See, it says it right there. I can yeah. fire you. <laughs> well, Mark loses his harmonizer and can't his disguise his voice anymore. Which, to begin with, it didn't sound too different. No. Uh, yeah. Because the way he talks is his own way. Yeah. Like he said, like yeah. Jack Nicholson, right? Like he yeah. has this way of talking. Yeah. And maybe that's why the teacher knew, yeah. you know, it was him. But he, he drives out and he sees the sea of students listening to him. He's like, fuck this. This is me, bro. Yeah. And He's like, basically like, well, the jig's up now anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much fucked. Yeah. Don't kill yourself. Seize the air. Say shit and fuck a million times. I think Harry would be proud of us. I regret nothing. <laughs> like, so, okay, so how much trouble did he get into all said and done? Like, is he in jail? Is it a fine? I mean, they might get him for a fine for the FCC for using vulgarity yeah. and, like, uh, having a pirate radio they station. They can't find him. He's a minor. Mm. I mean, he could go to juvie, mm. but he's Probably not even not. 18, man. So the only charge I said they were trying to bring him up on was, uh, like, something to do with the suicide. Mm. None of that's going to stick. No. There's no way that would stick. Because mm. he never was like, yeah, do it, motherfucker. Kill yourself. Yeah. If he said that, they can bust him yeah. for it. Yeah, but he like, didn't. Good. Good for him. Well, shit fuck. Probation, shit probably. Shit fuck. Talk hard. I see some community service. He's a white kid. Community service. If he was black, like 13 years in jail. Oh, yeah, right. He'd still be in prison. But, <laughs> well, they would be like, this guy sounds black. We have two black kids in our town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They pull the plug on Harry, but he's still but able late. to give one last talk hard. Like a Hydra. Before he was brutally beaten. <laughs> Strike by me down and Tim will take my place. <laughs> And they do, actually. (laughs) Everyone is a radio pirate. (laughs) From all over the country, even. Yeah, radioactive shows. Not so sweet 16. And like fucking Washington. Turn on the truth. That's us, you guys. We're turning on the truth. Talk hard. (laughs) And I like that a lot of the voices coming on the radio seemed hella diverse. Yeah, that's true. Like, it was like, this is from the inner city of LA. We're talking about gang violence here. Or like, this is Suicide Hotline, the real Suicide Hotline. Yeah. And it's like, where were all, the all these people for the fucking movie? Yeah. Well, they well, don't <laughs> live in this town. Yeah, yeah. clearly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's funny because like by having his show go national the last day because they were broadcasting on the news, that actually did more damage than him just being localized to this one town in Arizona. Because everyone heard it. And they're everyone like, I can it. afford stuff. I'm going to buy it. It's too. probably a shock jock now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, it's, you know, he becomes Howard Stern or some bullshit. You think he, probably, he, married he, probably, he probably rode that wave. Probably did like, he probably didn't go to Jew. He think probably they got probation, do? community service, and then they like yeah. hired him right out of high school. It should have ended with like some guy being like, hey, my name is Clive Guitar. My name is Joe Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I want to put you on the FM for 98.7. <laughs> The jackal. <laughs> <laughs> you got the you got the goods, kid. Here's my card. Oh gosh, and that's it. That's the movie. That's it. Everyone. Volume was pumped. Yeah. Did everyone like it? No. <laughs> I had fun watching this movie. I'd rather watch the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club is a great movie. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> same kind of shit, just better done. I used to hate stuff when I was young, so I still remember. I mean, again, stuff. I get it. I get why they're whining. I just think they should shut the hell up. <laughs> Suck it up. At least he went all the way. He even got arrested. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his part. At least he's doing something. We're with you, Harry. The rest of them are just whining, doing what someone else tells them to do on the radio. Do you think they needed a voice, or do you think they just were, like, bored? I think one of their parents needed to step the fuck up and sue the high school. Yeah, and I think that there was, like, a legitimate 
thing that was going on. Like, yeah. him, he was kind of their voice because, like, it wasn't like he was just, they were all angsty. He was at the school being like, there is something wrong here, actually. And, like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I kind of could not suspend my disbelief for the 30 expulsions thing because you expel one, there's... Maybe one kid and the parents don't give a shit. One of the, at least one of those 30, yeah. probably a lot more than one, is going to storm into that school and be like, why the fuck was well, my the, son or daughter expelled? Yeah, I mean, one parent would have been like, hi, yeah, I'm so-and-so's parent. Why was he expelled the second week of school? Well, the pregnant girl got brought back in. Yeah. Well. Because cause she sued. But it's like, <laughs> no, because it'd be like, if you don't, I'm going to sue your fucking school. <laughs> the lawyer is going to subpoena all your goddamn records. Yeah. You are fired. And there's no way, like, like if they sued to get her back in, this doesn't go unnoticed because the no. school district is like, we just got and sued. What the fuck is going on at this school? And, like, hmm. has the school only started for, like, two months? Or was it, like, mid-semester? It's, like, the end of the year, I feel. I kind of uh, felt like it was the end of the year. I think it had that vibe, but, I, yeah, I think he's only been around for, like, two. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think it was still two months there at one well, point. Maybe it was mid-school year, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Oh, Harry. Oh, yeah. So it was like 7.2 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.5 stars on Amazon, 77 on Metacritic. People on Amazon seem to really like it as well as like Rotten Tomatoes. It was yeah. kind of like I could see why people a lot it. of people, yeah. it spoke to them. Okay. There was one guy that I read his review and I was like, whoa, this is like crazy review. But he said he was like in the closet legitimately mm. and he had watched this in high school and he wasn't really sure, you know, why he liked guys and stuff. But it made him feel like he wasn't alone. Yeah. Kristen Slater has said like this is like one of his like few movies that he's very proud of. Hmm. We're like cuffs. He's not for, for cuffs. <laughs> I know, right? Mila Jovovich, Christian Slater. Cuffs. Cuffs. It's a cop movie where he plays a fake cop. I got Yeah. Like a cop for sale or some bullshit, right? Like it's, yeah, it's some weird like quasi like a private detective. It's like some well, weird quasi police force that actually yeah. exists in San Francisco. I looked it up after I watched the movie. Really? Huh. It's like a fake quasi a private police force that like the the community pays for. It's not private, but it is private. It's like they're not armed, but they can't arrest you. It's it's weird as fuck because the town hmm. was besieged. I've never seen that movie, so it's dumb. Oh, you as are all. missing out. I bet. Anything uh, left in trivia, Mark? And your nerdery? Yeah, he, uh, he, so apparently, like, he was actually smoking those cigarettes he was smoking, and he actually got sick, like, super sick at one point, and they had to stop shooting. Oh, really? He looked comfortable. Yeah, but, like, it's funny, because nowadays they have, like, those fake cigarettes that people smoke. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the X-Files cigarette smoking man, he's not smoking real cigarettes. Those are, like... Oh, uh, well, I'm from the Actually, Methods it's school. really surprising if he was smoking real cigarettes, because that rule's been around forever. Yeah. So the, uh, like, camera crew and stuff, their union says that you can't, actors can't smoke on set. Oh, weird. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, and there was like two main characters who were boyfriend and girlfriend in the movie, but they were actually cousins in real life, which was super hot. Oh, that's, that's a weird choice. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I went real deep on this one. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of gave it all up, right? Yeah. I mean, every review on this is just kind of like, it holds up. It's good as good now as it was then. You know, so everything is like a deep analysis of it. No one's like, he's wearing these shoes and uh, whatever. Right. <laughs> well, he's really handsome. The girl's yeah. really attractive. Like... He's just a handsome man. He's got great hair. I do like his hair. What's he look like nowadays? I, he still looks good. He, yeah, yeah he's, he, he aged nicely. I, I agree. He did. You bring him up? He didn't age hard. <laughs> age hard. Age hard. <laughs> so next month is Josh's pick. Yeah. Oh, what's oh. what's uh, popping in your cauldron? I have picked Wicker Man, the Nick Cage version. <laughs> because oh. I haven't seen it and I want to watch Nick Cage run around dressed as a bear. I also have not seen it. Dressed as a bear? Have you not seen it either? No. Not that one. Oh. There's apparently a very long scene where he's dressed as a bear. And I know there's bees. There's a lot, a lot of bees. I'm a fan of the original Wicker Man. It's a cult classic. It's not the greatest movie. I don't remember anybody being a bear. 
No one was a bear. Um, <laughs> Un- unbearable. And I don't think, have we done a Nick Cage movie yet? No. Uh, I don't think since we've started publishing the podcast. No. Okay. We did Bro- oh, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow was Christian Slater. It's John Travolta. I think that would be Nick Cage. Yeah. But it's Christian Schl- Slater and John Travolta. You know what? We didn't do Con Air or anything. No. No. Oh, I love Connor. Oh, it's man, so there's so many things to look forward to. Connor is dope. That's still one of my favorite That's a great movies. movie. Oh, yeah. Jesus. going to make you believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nick well, Cage. All right. Wicker Man. Wicker Man. I, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. I got some uh, media garbage for you all first. Of course, thank you for listening. We appreciate you all and all of your little hearts. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, um, take you, leave you. <laughs> you can listen to all of our episodes at intermissionpodcast.com, on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, iTunes finally got it together. I had to speak to people on the fucking phone. In this day and age? Mark accidentally wrote shit. <laughs> and they kicked us off for four months. Sorry. But we <laughs> but we should now be Sorry. <laughs> searchable. Yes. But legit, no one else kicked us. Just them. Cool Apple. And they also had the worst customer service I have ever fucking experienced yeah. in my life. They're so progressive though. Um so do yourself a favor, buy PC. Listen to us on SoundCloud, <laughs> Stitcher. If you have an iPhone, <laughs> you can listen on those and the iPhone app. But Google Play plays on everything except iPhone. Mine's grape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and please, you can help us now that we're back on <laughs> iTunes by rating and reviewing us on any of the platforms. That would be hella dope and help to make us a real boy. <laughs> and we also have our Twitter at Intermission PC, Instagram, Intermission underscore PC. We have our Twitter at clown underscore penis <laughs> dot donkey punch. <laughs> and then 69. Mark and I are on various platforms at Tiffahor at Mark E. Espinoza. Josh doesn't have anything like that. I only use the dark net. <laughs> he has a P.O. box you can mail fan letters to. I had to make us a new email because I had to try to resubmit our fucking podcast to iTunes, but all the intermission Ooh. emails were taken. So hmm. intermission at intermissionpc666 <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, they were all taken. Huh. Mark and I are still tinkering around with adding a mini episode oh. after each full episode so we can answer questions and keep your fingers on the pulse <laughs> of this corrupt society. But uh, again, no promises though. So any any final thoughts? Any uh, Fuck. <laughs> Walk hard. Walk hard. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shit, fuck. Shit, fuck. Well, thanks for hanging in there with us and tune in next time for Wicker Man starring Nick Cage. <laughs> for Wicker Man and then 20 minute discussion of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Mark. Bye, thank you. Thanks, Josh. Talk hard. Talk hard. Talk hard. Stay hard. <laughs> <Press>. Later. <laughs> it was the homecoming episode of Little House. Of <laughs>